Welcome to 100 Ways, your simple reminder that you are home wherever you are and that everything is right the way it is right now. I'm your host, Laura Christine, fellow explorer of consciousness and this amazing, beautiful world. Let's get curious, dive into the duh, and find out what's here for us today. Welcome to 100 Ways. This is your daily exploration of self and soul. I'm your host and fellow explorer, Laura Christine. Let's dive in and find our way home. If everyone was fully home in themselves, and by that I mean they're not in survival mode, they have all their needs met, and they can literally do what feels like duh to them, do you think that everything that needs to get done will get done? No. Why not? I think we have to do things that we don't want to do sometimes. That's not what I said. What I said was when we're fully in ourselves and then we're led by that inner knowing, we're led by what our insides are saying and not what someone else is telling us from the outside. I didn't say everything would be something that we want to do, but it's something that we know because we're being led from that inner place that we do. Our personality might be like, oh, fuck, I got to do this thing. Oh, I hate it. But like our inner knowing is just like, yep, I'm going to do it. Maybe I don't understand your question because what I'm perceiving your question to be, do you think that all of the things necessary for society to function would happen without someone telling others what to do? So if everyone just went off of their own inner knowing of what needed to get done, would a society function? But wouldn't one of those people or a collective of those people naturally become the leader that shares what to do with others and other people would naturally want to have direction yeah i don't think i'm understanding your question is is the root of this like i think there always needs to be someone who's maintaining the bigger picture and the direction that a group of people are headed in and then in the meantime all the moving parts of a society need to be accomplished if there's not someone looking out for the big picture we might end up with you know, 400 street cleaners, but no one to replace the light bulbs and the street lamps. Mm -hmm. Just because like, you know, I'm so excited to clean streets. I'm going to go sweep the streets and I I will, I'll notice that the light, the lights aren't on, on the street lamps, but I'm following my, my inner voice is telling me clean the streets, man. I believe someone else's inner voice would say, oh, that lights out, even if they were cleaning in the street and then they would change the light. I just believe that if we're really truly led by our but we like it has to be a hundred percent or not a hundred percent because that's pretty challenging but almost I think I've always thought this and I've always thought society's so weird like why are people doing jobs they hate and crushing their souls and like basically walking around dead and at least walking around dead inside when if they did something that lit them up everyone would have more energy and support and also all of the destruction that has happened because of these factories or whatever and these jobs that are like soul crushing it's been really destructive for the earth as well yeah and i could be completely wrong and that's okay too but that's just kind of been my perspective all through my life is not everybody wants to do the same thing there are people who want to be scientists and there are people who want to be artists and there are people who want to clean streets and there are people who want to lead and there are people who want a leader and 
there are people who want to bake and who want to farm and there's so many different interests. And what if we all were actually able to pursue what really lit us up and made our soul free, which it already is, (laughs) but we don't realize that because our physical form has to do all these things that are just really uncomfortable just to survive as a human. What do you think? I think I am starting to get a sense of the essence of your your thrust here. (laughs) Um, And I still don't know that I'm fully with you here. Okay. Maybe. Maybe like halfway with you. That's um. enough. <laughs> <laughs> because it's not like the world's going to change into what I just described very quickly yeah. anyway. <laughs> yeah. So are you suggesting that we don't need, like what would a leader do in this society that you're envisioning? What is the leader of the society? You said people might naturally become leaders. Yeah. What is the role of a leader? I think that the role of a leader would be to ensure everyone's needs are met in that society that seems like a pretty good thing right like a pretty useful role for a leader yeah so when when the leadership will just call it yeah yeah i i even so back to my just quickly back to my point about language like a leader i just as i'm like trying to say this i just i can't help but picture someone who has more power than i think they should have Mm. and i also just um, like my images of leaders are not very positive ones, but I'm trying to, I'm just, you know, I'm not going to create a new word here. Um, yeah. We've tried that before. It's difficult. <laughs> okay. So the leader is standing on the, on the hilltop looking across the masses and noticing that, you know, these people over here are not getting enough of one resource. And these people over here seem to have an abundance. Like we should shift some resources over here to, fulfill the needs of the people whose needs aren't being fulfilled is that is that still fitting in with your yeah well we can continue with that i think it's hard to picture it in the context of today because there's so much corruption and by corruption i just mean there's so many hidden agendas and so much fear that runs everything and if you picture a world where fear is not running things it's a completely different world and i don't know if we can even imagine what it would look like what do you think is at the core of that fear? Disconnection like, from source, from God. People feel separate from quote-unquote God, source, whatever you want to call it. And it makes this sense of, I do not have what I need. So I need to get it from somewhere else. Yeah. And then that's why we feel like we need to chase after things, people, everything, anything. That's why people spend so much of their energy and effort in achievement or in getting the next high or in finding the next relationship or in finding a better job or a different car or going on extravagant vacations or whatever. But the hard part is not all the time and not everybody because some people just genuinely like that kind of car. It's always just about the intention or the the drive behind it. No pun intended. Yeah, I agree with you about that being a major source of fear. I wonder if there's also just a component of we all are life loving being alive. But this probably goes back to the same thing. But like, you know, a fear is that we will die. Yeah. But again, like to take it back to what you just said, the more we are connected with the universe, the more we feel our connection to source or God or a higher power or the whole whatever word we want to use. I think the less we fear death, 
Yeah. And in my experience, I'm I still fear death, but not as strongly as I used to. Mm-hmm. I'm finding that the more connected I feel to the universe, the less I fear the ending of this life. And then don't don't you feel a little bit more connected to other people and animals and the earth and the trees and the mushrooms and the everything? Yeah. Because we start to recognize that that source that we thought we were disconnected from, we're never disconnected from and neither is anything else. And if it's literally the source of everything, then it is everything and we're literally a part of everything. And we can't actually separate ourselves from this table. We can with our, our minds, but we're just all one energy forming itself into different shapes. Yeah. I think we're going to need an entire episode on this concept of wholeness. Definitely. And being home within ourself. I'm going to have a lot of episodes about that, and I will invite you on a few <laughs> for sure. <laughs> My very brief thoughts on that, without diving into the ideas there, it's easy to feel dismissed as a part of a collective, as a part of a group, when we say you have everything you need. Because obviously we don't yeah. Um, yeah. have everything we need. We need others to survive. Mm-hmm. Um, I do not have the resources to feed my family without the farmers that are in my community or without the truck drivers that are. But I don't think that's what you're saying. So I just wanted to put a little disclaimer there or maybe a little note that says um, this is not the same as being interdependent in a community. You're referencing something that's more energetic and the wholeness that you speak of is that we have the resources with within ourselves, within our own consciousness or within our own being to emotionally handle being in this world. It's just a matter of finding or fine-tuning the tools that we have to do that. Is that accurate? It, yeah, it is. And thank you for bringing that up. Also, along with that, it is to know, because we're so connected in with our own bodies, to know when to connect with others to get our needs met not because we need them to fill something that is lacking within us but but yeah this is definitely going to be an episode because i feel like i'm talking (laughs) in circles but they're like the resources that we have within ourselves what you're saying is like yeah you have you have everything you need within you it's like no i don't there's not an avocado in me right now and i need an avocado for this salad or whatever or I don't have money. I I don't poop money out. Like I need that from another source. Yeah. But we have our intuition is I think the deepest thing that I'm talking about is like our, our innate knowing when to move, when to be still, when to eat, when to rest, when to work, when to do that shit we don't want to (laughs) do, but it needs to get done. And when it's time to just dance and have fun. That's what we know. So we know when it's the right time to reach out. I can take the fact that I'm here in your house right now as an example. I just had this thought come into my head. And it was, what if I'm at your place when you're not there so that I can help with your business? And you had mentioned that you had wished somebody was there. And I also want to see this town by myself. I had that thought and I sent that message. 
And I don't feel like it was me doing it. It wasn't like my my thoughts. Okay, okay, I'm gonna do this, and then I and then I'm gonna send it. It just like happened, and then I got kind of freaked out because I'm like, no, it's too early. I don't want to leave yet. I still have all this food I haven't eaten. <laughs> I didn't want to take so much stuff with me, and I don't know what I'm gonna do. But I couldn't delete the message, and again, that was a force that I didn't feel like I had a choice in it. It yeah. was just that inner knowing, just leave it, and then it worked out. Yeah, <laughs> and. So what I'm saying is it involves another person. It's not like I have everything that I need. It's hard to explain, but it feels like things aren't choice anymore because it's so duh. It's so obvious. It's so like just this is in the flow of duh. I'm going to do it because I don't. Why would I not? There's no other thing to do. Yeah. Does that make sense? Because if it doesn't make sense to you, it probably is not making sense to anybody. <laughs> and if you're listening and you're like, I don't get it, please message me or email me i know what you're saying because i've experienced the same thing mm-hmm. um and so it's hard for me to to tell you if it is objectively making sense but i would say most people in the world have probably experienced the same thing yeah there are there are things we do and we know we have a feeling in our in our body like we are trusting the wisdom of our whole being um well i i shouldn't say i I think we all have knowledge in our bodies. And in my own personal experience, I'm just starting to understand how to hear the voices of the parts of my being. Sometimes it's really loud. For me, it's easiest to understand. Actually, on your last podcast, we did an episode about the whole body no and the whole body yes. And like yeah. that's something that it's really obvious when there's a no. When it's just like... Oh man, I was the job I used to work. Um, mm, yeah. When I would get in my car and just feel sick, like I don't know how I can bring myself to turn the key and put my foot on the gas and make myself go to this job again. I want to vomit. That's a whole body no. And then there's the whole body yeses where it's like, oh my God, I'm so excited to give this person a hug and I can clearly see they're so excited to give me a hug. And this is just like, why would I not do this? Yeah. Why would we not hug each other in this moment? But there's, those are like the obvious examples. Mm-hmm. And so what I hear you saying is something like the decision to send a message about, Hey Jared, should I come out there while you're gone and, and be at your house? Like that was a, a yes to you that was a whole body yes to you and you didn't really there was no way that you could have not done it yeah. there's no way you could have not sent the message and asked the question and yeah I, I think if we and you kind of mentioned this too not on air here but that you later had like a little bit of doubts about it like should i have sent that message and i think when we get too deep into our mind we start to have mm-hmm. thoughts like that we start to go away from trusting that knowing of or that wisdom of our whole being when we get back into our head and we're like, oh, what was that the right thing? What if, blah, blah, blah. What if, you know, we yeah. start asking all the what if questions. Yeah. So I know what you're saying, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think many other people do too. Yeah. So. Yeah. And. The funny thing about those stories, I wasn't afraid of what you thought about that message. I wasn't afraid of you saying no. I, 
I was more afraid of you saying yes because I was like, I don't know if I'm ready to actually move now, move like keep moving now. Yeah. <laughs> and but I said, yeah, and I'll like even if he does say yes and I feel a no, I'll do a no. But it just I, I couldn't not come out here. It was like, no, nope, it's time, go, okay, yeah. into the unknown. <laughs> well, probably can't do that. <laughs> into the unknown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to take the tune off. Sorry, Disney or Pixar or whoever owns yeah. the, the rights to that. Yeah. We will yeah. not be paying you royalties for, for that rendition no. of... We will not. It's true. We recorded a podcast before we left Oahu, and I will link that in the show notes if you want to learn more about how to trust yourself and how to say no. Jared and I are really good at saying no to each other. <laughs> We've done it for... A year and a good year and a half now at the time of this recording. And it's really beautiful when you are able to say no with dignity and respect and stay in your own integrity because the friendship is so real and the trust that you have for each other's yes is so completely real. I really hope that you get to a place in your life where you're able to say no so that your yes really, really means something. I suppose I'll do an episode on that someday. Let me know. If everyone was able to do what feels like da to them, do you think that everything that is needed in a society for a society to function, and I want to say not just function but thrive, do you believe that that society would thrive? Do you believe that everything would get done? You can send me a voice message or email me at laurachristine.us contact. That information will be given after the music starts as well. Until next time, I'm sending you all the love and then some more. We'll talk tomorrow. Thank you for exploring with me today. I would love to continue this conversation with you. We can do that at laurachristine.us. You'll find contact in the menu or you can go to laurachristine.us slash contact and you'll be taken right to it. Let's dive in a little deeper and see how fully we can flow with the duh. Thank you for being here. I would love to hear from you. Go to laurachristine.us to let me know your thoughts on this. And remember, as Rumi said, there are hundreds of ways to kneel and kiss the ground. Also, you can't fuck it up. I said that. Thank you.